Good evening. This is Glenn Andrews. And also my partner, Elijah Brady. We are Heroes and Kings. It's been a while. We've been busy. Uh, and it's good. Because if we're talking every day, we're kind of just running over stuff that you possibly already have heard. And in time away from passing information, dropping information, sharing information, and just putting out some good vibes. You get a chance, we get a chance to do it if we're not on here on this platform all the time, just running off at the mouth and wasting space. Also, please, please, get over to heroesandkings.world. I say that again. It's Heroes and Kings, Kings with a Z, not with an S, dot world. That is our merchandise site. We have a Patreon as well. We're on all the social media platforms, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, and Tumblr. We do YouTube, but we're, we're saving that for down, down, down the line when we start doing a whole lot more videos. We like this right now. We're just building a lot of things behind the scenes personally and within this platform of Heroes and Kings. And so, yeah, the, the merch store is going fine. I was out today talking with some folks, doing some networking, and just just, just sh- sharing the message of what Heroes and Kings is all about. Elijah, he was at the gym training today, doing some stuff. He's building his online training module with Enough Fitness. He's a sponsored athlete through Fireline, so he's doing his thing with that. Uh, I got TOD Fitness, my online training. As well, I am currently studying my behavior specialist certification. I'm kind of halfway through it. So I'll have behavior specialist functional training and certified certified personal trainer as well as bachelor's degree, master's degree, and Six Sigma Lean Green Belt. So stacking knowledge, but I also want it to be knowledge that can be applied. And so it kind of gives me a segue and into my discussion and, and kind of information I'm finna drop on y'all right now. I was literally on the on the edge of no longer wanting to train or be a personal trainer and keep my my certification uh active and and just 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 keeping it active and registering and, and keeping it going uh, some of y'all may know some of y'all don't know from previous drops and previous podcasts that i am also the general manager of a fitness center and throughout the day I'm, I'm helping folks with memberships helping folks in the gym making sure the gym is up and running top notch and just just the whole thing of running a commercial gym that's that's what i've that's one of the other things streams of income and one of the other things i do and have been doing for the last three and a half years outside of all my other excuse me all my other entrepreneurial pursuits and i was just having this epiphany of you know what uh the the personal training avenue or career or niche with what i see going on on youtube what i see going on in the world what i see happening with gyms what i see happening in commercial gyms and just just watching the trends and then reading uh club club solutions magazine i was i was literally on the on the on the edge and the plan of just being done with 
the personal training because it, 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 it is getting to a point where everything about it was not was not fun. I was not enjoying it. Not even more than it just, just it being a job just to have individuals coming to a place that can literally change their body, change their mind, change their day, change other people's lives and it the 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 it become more of a burden, more of a task, more of something other than what working out has meant to be. And I've been physically involved in gyms and weight and weight training and exercise and calisthenics since I could walk damn near and I enjoy it. I have a full gym in my house. I have everything uh, from, from fitness, from rogue equipment to traditional weightlifting, bodybuilding, curling bars, steel weights to TRX to gymnastic rings to um, roar air assault bikes, plyometric boxes. I mean, I literally have trap bars. Every time I have every type of bar you can name. Plus I got a universal set and even uh some 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 old school stuff like a I got a sissy squad and and an ab bench and then in the backyard I built a built a a, a bar park which is pull-up bar, dip bar and two two push-up bars. And so and I, and I got a bike. I got a road bike. I got a road bike. I ride a bike. I used to have rollerblades, and I got rid of that. So I'm just an active person. Love fitness. Love calisthenics. And I would do it for free. I could run a gym for free if all my bills were paid, and I had the cars I love, and I can travel when I get ready. And even when I travel, I try to find where is the every hotel. Where is the gym? I bring my belt, my glove when I go on cruises. I know Royal Caribbean cruise ships, they have hammer strength on their ships as, as well as a track. My wife is a runner. So she, on our cruises and our vacation, she runs and I lift weights. So I train. So, I mean, it, it, it's something I love to do. So to sit, to be in a commercial gym and, and see how individuals complain about what may not be in the gym or, when, or what possibly was in the gym, was not in the gym, and the, the little things that folks complain about when they're paying $35 to $40, it, it boggles my mind. But even more than that, from the, from the whole business standpoint of memberships and people joining the gyms, to be a personal trainer, and I take that, I take the, the title of being a personal trainer, a fitness coach, and someone t- coming to me wanting me to help them change their body. And what I'm what, what I'm starting to understand is, which kind of transitions and coincides with what I'm studying right now, is it's not so much about changing individuals' bodies as it more more is about folks need to change their mind. It, it, the, the mindset of what it is to be healthy or whatever your goal is and 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 you see the studies that are put out by the government and by 
by the private sector and by the health sector of, of who's healthy in America and who's healthy in the world and who's not, who's exercising and who's not. You see the food options that are out there. And it, it occurred to me today, I don't even want to blame it on food. I don't want to blame it on McDonald's or blame it on Burger King or blame it on processed food or blame it on the grocery store and the whole idea that only healthy food is on the perimeter and all the junk is on the inside. We, we're putting a, a lot of blame on everything other than the mental mindset of someone wanting to do what needs to be done to take care of themselves and putting their health and their their health and wellness and their fitness first. You know, I, we, I literally had an individual who came into the facility and was getting ready to do an assessment with one of my trainers. And he said, you know, uh, she said, she was over, she about she's about 35 40 pounds over where she should be and in him talking to her I was kind of doing some other stuff I overheard her say well you know I really don't want to put on no muscle but I want to lose weight and <laughs> I, I I I left and was kind of milling around and doing something else and that's not the first time I've heard that I've literally heard that from over over a hundred to two hundred people who are 25 35 and sometimes even 50 pounds overweight and they walk into a gym and they're meeting with a personal trainer uh perspiring profusely if they've walked up some steps cannot breathe and the first thing out of their mouth is they don't want any muscle, but they want to lose weight. They don't want to do this, but they want to do that. And all these stipulations on what they need and what they want. And it just boggles my mind. It really just puts puts me, put my mind in a weird space of dealing with individuals who really don't have their, their mental state together to understand you need to do whatever it takes, whatever it, you need to go wherever this trainer wants to take you to get your body back in a place where at the very least you slowing down the clock. Because right now individuals coming into these gyms wanting to get into shape, 30, 25, 35, 50 pounds overweight, their body mass index is beyond the where it should be. Some with injuries, some with already ailments, blood, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and you walk through the door with what you're not going to do and what you don't want your body to look like, you would hope, you would dream, and what you really need to do is hope your body when you're when it's all said and done you've got into a position where you have some muscle because the body is made up of bone tissue and muscle and so i'm really starting to believe individuals who come in and say they don't want their bodies to be like this or their body to look like that and the ones who say they don't want to look like a bodybuilder they ain't gonna do the work to look like a bodybuilder. So I don't even know why they come in and go to that space. But in studying this and listening and reading this behavior stuff, and just in observing individuals over the last 10 years, I just realized it's, it's not even about what's going on with their body. It's really about what's going on with their mind. And, and as, as 
I'm getting older and I'm more in an administrative position, more of a teacher and mentor as far as the, the fitness space goes, the health space goes, the wellness space. I'm seeing it as more that we need to start training minds and attacking minds than trying to deal with individuals' bodies. You know, I sit up here and I, I watch the YouTube videos and I see what's going on with social media with individuals calling themselves influencers who never work out some who never work out and they show all these pictures and i guess adobe photoshop where they either tighten up the waist and fatten up the booty or boost up the breasts or then or if they have blemishes or whatever else is going on in their face they clean that up and then present this other image and then they got a million individuals following them you know where are we what are we what's what's, what's going on I don't, I get it, but I don't get it. And you know what? I'm not even trying to hate on somebody in their lane and them making money on being fake. What I have a problem with is folks are not smart enough to realize some of this shit is fake and that what they need to really do is look in the mirror, address some of their mental issues, address what is keeping them from being the best they can be and stop walking in the gym talking about what you're not going to do and just open your mind and doing everything possible to get your body where it needs to be so that if your mind ain't following your body at least your body is following your mind because right now there's some just some some weak-minded folks out here who are not willing to do what's needed to be done to get their get their their health and wellness where it needs to be and quite frankly if they can't do it for themselves if they're married if they're grandparents and got grandkids if they have individuals to Depending on them, at the very least, they should do it for those individuals, if not themselves. To walk into a gym and say you don't want muscle and you 60 pounds overweight is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And quite frankly, it may not be a personal trainer you need. Quite frankly, you might need a psychiatrist or a psychologist. You, 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 as a matter of fact, and I'm being serious, I'm not smiling. I think individuals who walk into a gym who are, who, who are just basically obese in some, some cases and having multiple health issues. And the first thing out of their mouth is I don't want to, I don't want any muscle. I don't want to look like somebody. I don't want to look like somebody who's in shape, work out in the gym. I don't I think I want to look like that. Nah, no, you do want to look like that. You you need to look at that and use that as motivation of what you should do and what you should work towards and work towards and exceed. You do want muscle. And it's not even about the muscle. What you do need to do is work. You need to get off your ass and work. You need to eat better. You need to drink water. You need to take responsibility for getting your body, soul, mind, spirit right and put in some work. Because the other part of it is, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt and there shouldn't be no whining and complaining. Because it didn't hurt for individuals to get in this condition, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt for you to slow that clock down. And if you're not willing to do what is needed, what is needed and what is required to get your back, get your body back into a space where at the very least you slowing the clock down, 
that's not on the trainer. That's on you. I just caught an interview with Mike Rashid, and it was timely. Mike Rashid... Uh, I forget. I think he's doing ambrosia and plant-based protein, and I, I've kind of followed his story. Kind of uh, oddly enough, I've kind of followed Mike Rashid and rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle around the same time because I was in corporate America, stepped away from it, and as I was getting myself back together and getting into shape and just entrepreneurship and just pursuing all the things that I was pursuing. I just kind of, and not watching TV, I popped up on YouTube and I just started seeing certain individuals, young cats just, just popping up. And I'm just happy to see as a older, older man in this world, young brothers making moves the way they, they, they have been making in the fitness world and the business world and in the music world. I'm very happy to see there's not enough of it. But there's, there's going to be more of it. No, there's not enough of it, but and there's going to be more of it. But it was great to see. So rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Still, the marathon continues. But with Mike Rashid and, and the fitness thing, he he's doing fantastic. And I caught him, a part of a podcast he was doing out of Great Britain. And I, he was over there for an expo. And he said something that piqued my ears and it made me feel better about this profession that I chose to delve into, which I've always done after leaving corporate America. And that is that the profession of a personal trainer is special. It is a special profession and you should cultivate relationships and take care of people because that's what it is. And in him saying that, it brought me back to my reason for wanting to do it. And so I'm going to hang on to it. I got to thank him for that because I've been on the on the fence about not doing any more training and just letting it go. And since I, I've already started into getting my, my certification renewed and adding this additional this additional certification, which it kind of is it, 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 it's timely because I'm going to start focusing more on how people think before I start working on their body. And that's what my 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 tool and my asset is going to be as I take this fitness and heels and kings and what we're trying to do on to another level. So thank you, Mike Rashid, for the expo because you said something that, that's going to keep me doing this. want to definitely definitely thank Mike Rashid and him doing the expo and him being interviewed for that podcast and just talking about the personal training profession the niche what he does and how he how he's done it because it it he said a couple of things that that sometimes you hear you hear the word personal trainer or fitness coach and the standard of it is reduced to something that's that's not a value of high standard of looking for the right words and I was starting to feel that because of the kind of kind of how individuals approach us and tell us what they need and I've had it a few times but I've just watched my trainers go through it where they really 
two extremes. We have individuals who really need us who come in with the excuses and come in with the excuses and what they don't want and what they do want. Then we have the other extreme where we have individuals who literally put their bodies in our hands for us to carve and mold them into something new. And those are the kind of clients we want and are easier, but the but the world is, is 95%, 95% of the world is made up of these other individuals who need us more from a mental standpoint than a physical standpoint in, in the training aspect of it. So I'm gonna stick with it. Uh, it's, it's been a week where I've just been literally, literally rolling over that thoughts. I haven't even talked to Elijah about it. I mean, we've talked about it. We've talked about it on the, the whole idea of one-on-one training and online training and everything that's out here now with personal trainer, personal training. There's personal trainers everywhere. And what sets one personal trainer apart from the other? I think we all can get somebody. We all can get someone healthy, get someone where they need to be. And make sure this person is slowing down the clock but i think i think the bigger picture is how are we changing how someone thinks how do they think about themselves their health their present their future and how what they're doing right now has an effect on their friends their relationships their kids their children because me working out here at this house and training folks my neighbors see it me working out every day my kids have seen it my parents see it my sister-in-law is in town right now helping helping with my wife helping with her with their mother and she's like glenn you work out every day i'm like yeah i do something every day so so it's it's little things like that where we're trying to plant the seeds of you put your health first and then you can give 100% to everyone around you. But if you're putting your health last and you've got all these stipulations why you're not getting yourself together and then when you hit a health crisis, man, it's just, you know, John Singleton just just passed away. Of, of, he just had a stroke. And it was, it was his family had said he was dealing with high blood pressure and some other issues. So it's, it's stuff like that. That kind of stuff bothers me, you know, because high blood pressure, diabetes, some of these things are influenced by nutrition. Some of it's genetics. Some of it is environment, which you can change. But a whole bunch of it is nutrition, lifestyle, and exercise. And it's we have all the tools. Sometimes they don't even take tools. It, it, it can be running in place, push-ups, jogging. It, it can be watching your macronutrients, watching what you're eating, you know, drinking water, a little exercise within the day and watch. I mean, it, 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 it's really easy, but it's mentally hard. But that's the that mental challenge is what folks going to have to start tackling if they're going to get their self together. Everyone is going to die. You don't live forever. But at the very least, you want to slow down the clock. So. This is this is Glenn Andrews. This is Hills and Kings, and we want, want to go ahead and end it with end it on this. Glenn Andrews, Hills and Kings, Elijah here, Hills and Kings. Uh, he's starting up enough fitness. I am TLD Fitness, as well as we got Heroes and Kings World. We're gonna be doing a health fair June first. Uh, I'm gonna get my third certification. Like I said before, Heroes and Kings World is our merchandise site, and uh, 
Man, we just trying to do it. We just trying to change the world, get everybody working out, eating good, taking care of themselves, because everything is possible. This is Glenn Andrews, Heroes and Kings, signing out. I've had bullets come at me. So someone coming at me with some words, that ain't nothing. Somebody coming at me, well, ain't nobody going to holler at me, but somebody coming at me with words and critique and pointing a finger and maybe writing something on a piece of paper, that ain't nothing. I've been shot at. <laughs> so words, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, but <laughs> there's no way... My daughter is single, and she she does her hair, she wears certain clothes, and she has a presentation, and she's dating. And there is an attraction that men and women have for each other. That's that's beyond, that's closer to just just the existence of human beings if we didn't have that attraction we wouldn't meet we wouldn't get together we wouldn't procreate we wouldn't reproduce however in society with marriage relationships bonding courting and certain traditions and certain things in place if we didn't have these things in place all hell would break loose we already have problems with women disappearing we already have problems with men doing disrespectful things to women and then she go and, and and present that those words that she presented it was off base she's wrong she's completely wrong that is a discussion she should have had with her husband that's not a discussion she has with other women and if she do have that discussion with other women that's a private discussion not a public discussion everything is not for the public Everything is not for the public. Her personal insecurities is per, is a personal discussion she should have with her mom, her best friend, or maybe even a therapist. But that public, that personal insecurity of wanting, just even just saying that, just opens up a can of worms. Not particularly for her, because just like Amber Rose and her slut walk, she can slut walk all day because she has a bag and she can buy security. But you can't have all these other young women who do not have security deciding they want to do a slut walk. If my daughter says she wanted to be a participant in the slut walk, that means I have to polish my Mossberg and polish my nine millimeter and be her security. Because with that kind of wording, with that kind of action and symbolism, you're going to get some heat. You're going to get something. What you think you're going to get and what's actually going to happen is two different things. And some of these folks need to get real about some of this stuff. So, yes, I have a problem with what she said. She has a right to say it. Her husband came to her defense. But my my wife need to have that discussion. If that's what my wife feel, which my wife does her hair a certain way, she wears certain clothes, she wears certain makeup, and she's beautiful to me. But if she feels like she just want to be beautiful to the world, she don't need to say it. She need to have that discussion with my mom, her mom, her sisters, privately. But don't come on social media or in some form and talk that. That's where you got to have some tact. That's where you got to be a little bit smart about the chess game you're playing. And matter of fact, it shouldn't be a chess game. That's where you have to be a little bit smart about what you say and what you don't say. You know what, the, you know what it goes back to? What my mom used to say 
back in the day and what old school moms used to say sometimes you need to keep your mouth closed some shit you need to keep to yourself and that's exactly the words my mom used to use some shit you need to keep to yourself so she has since come out with some editorial and some follow up saying oh there's plenty of women across the world who deal who who feels like her but at the same time gets mad at the cat calling and being oogled at or being stared at and in touch it's zero to ten there is no middle ground there's zero to ten you either like yourself have them like yourself love yourself and look in the mirror and know you the shit or you need to go see a therapist that's the bottom line that's just the bottom line you can't open up you can't just open up that can of worms and peek it doesn't work like that you don't open up the can of worms of male animal magnetism and think you're just gonna open it up and peek it don't work like that men don't work like that you either you get the respect and the space or you don't there's no in between there are men on this planet who walk this earth who respect women on a human level first then as ladies there are those on this earth who do not but both respect the line of her being the wife of Stephen Steph Curry whether he's a professional multi-million dollar basketball player or not most men respect the ring there's some who don't who don't but even when you wear the ring those dudes get checked so yes I had a problem with what she said and uh hopefully her and in a her and her family are clear in where they are with, with her statement and maybe she needs therapy or, or whatever the case may be but can't open up a can of worms saying you want men to be more more or less oogling or staring or having comment because you got to be careful what you ask for and we'll end it at that this is glenn andrews Heroes and Kings getting a little bit off my chest because I, I lift my head up and I saw two things and they both of them just bothered me. And at this age, I'm judging. Glenn Andrews, Heroes and Kings, get that merchandise. Be great. Highest standard. Sign it out. Good afternoon. This is Glenn D. Andrews, and we are Heroes and Kings. Get over to heroesandkings.world and heroesandkings.com. It is linked. We own both domains. We have that merchandise. We got the shirts, hoodies, hats, all types of bags. Uh, even stuff for a college dorm you know me and Elijah my business partner Elijah Brady trainer model bodybuilder extraordinaire dad we're both dads uh, he got young kids mines are in college which is a, a big big stretch there big wide gap there 
and uh, the, I run a, a gym as well, which is near college, and I get a chance to talk to a lot of college folks, and they kind of tell me the things they want in their things they can use in their dorm, in their room. So, you know, we got some kind of like college items that just have our brand and logo on it. And, uh, you know, one thing we say about that is our brand and logo is just not a branded logo. The idea of the H and K with the crown on it is significant and symbolic. Um, Heroes and Kings, you know, we, we say motivation in the purest form, but also if you raise your bar, raise your standard, if you have no limits, what is it that someone can call you? What is it that the acts, the actions that you 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 do, the things you do, how you execute action, you do everything on the highest level, and it's what you're working towards. You may not be there. We're not there. We're working towards it. We're always a a work in progress. You know, I, quite frankly, I think you you if if you're living your best life, if you're trying to live a life of no regrets. Uh, you're always a work in progress. There's always room for improvement. So that's what Heroes and Kings is about. It's many things to many different people, different layers, 360 degrees, three dimensions. But it's 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 all those adjectives that dis, that that manifest greatness. That has humility. That has arrogance. That has cockiness. But it, but the the main part of it is is, is that humanity. Uh, there's a, a level of it that's alpha as fuck, alpha beast mode, uh, no quit. You know, it that's it's it's our personalities. It's our it's Elijah's personality. It's minds. It's our mindset, and, and that's what heroes and kings represent. You know, if you think of the term the term hero, you think of the term king. You know, what I tell folks as a African-American man, there's nothing on this world that you can call either one of us but a hero or a king. And we have to live up to it every day. We have to live up to it every day, every moment. And when we get away from it, we got to pull ourselves back into it. Uh, There's probably no, there's probably till... There literally is no platform or program or process or communication that I probably will not have from here on out where I won't talk about Nipsey Hussle because he, I am so much like him and he is so much like me and, and not so much. He's a, he's a rapper entrepreneur doing his thing dad uh but just just the mindset and literally him being such a young man and and, and on that path of of trying to change Crenshaw and Slauson in LA he was doing it on a much bigger scale than anything I'm doing right now but we have plans on doing doing a whole lot more and my service to my community to my family my friends is always to to offer that hand offer that advice offer a ride if need be and in in some cases even loaning money and 
anyone that you can ask and and talk to and ask them about me or ask them about Elijah when it comes to anything about training, health, wellness, family, relationships, automobiles, housing, banking, education, knowledge, entrepreneurship, building a website, building a page, uh, just anything that we graciously and unselfishly give that information. And so because we know we can't take it with us, we know that we have our own lanes and it is it, it is up to us, OGs like myself, an OG like Elijah, that we pass on knowledge and greatness because we don't just walk in America under this designated term of America. This is the planet Earth. And so we walk this planet Earth with with, with confidence, with a a thirst for for knowledge, with a determination. And though we are not millionaires by no stretch of imagination and we are in a capitalist country, it's coming because there's there's not too many individuals on this planet who operate and think and move the way we do and it's it's weird how the higher powers has has lined up everything for me to meet Elijah through through the different gyms that I've been employed at and for him through his bodybuilding and training me baseball football and corporate america and just all of a sudden at this 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 date time year this place in the universe where I told him about this idea I had and him with his with his art background, me with writing and everything else we just do as individuals is is just man, we just executing on on all fronts. And so with the stories done, like I said healsandkings.worldhealsandkings.com uh, the store is done. We'll just be adding items over time, doing sales, doing specials. Got a lot of great things coming with that. And oddly enough, uh, I'm coming up on the renewal of my certification as a per- personal trainer. And I'm getting ready to add a third certification. And quite frankly, it's really what I've always done. Uh, my mom and dad, my my parents, everyone wanted me to be a teacher, and I end up kind of teaching in a way indirectly, as a mentor and as a as a fitness coach and just a, as a, a a lifestyle coach and just you know um, I should have I it would have been great had I pursued that, but you know sometimes as you trying to figure out what you want to do and opportunities are being presented to you you go with those opportunities and you learn what you like about them and you learn what you do not like and that's just part of the journey of life uh right now my daughter's in college and she's kind of frustrated because she don't really know exactly what she wants to do but what i what i've told her is to try everything do everything you know do everything and and everything that you try give it 100 percent. give it your 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 time and attention and if you like it you keep doing it and you keep and you try to master it and let it become yours if you if not you tried it and you moved on you move move on to something else this 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 is the time 
where while you're in college, while you're young, where you have no other responsibilities, you know, and she has the support of her mom and dad to do what she needs to do, do what she want to do. All we ask is that she be responsible and have good grades, the same as my son. You know, we, we put no demands on our kids because we know we have some good, good kids. And our only expectation is to give the best effort and to get good grades because good grades is is the measure in a university in school it is grades it is the measure if you're putting in the work it is the measure if you're studying and doing what you have to do and it's based on the discipline and pattern of studying and habitually doing something over and over and it's great and it is it is most important that you learn it is most important that you learn but it's also showing that you can commit to something that you start and finish because a lot of folks cannot commit to certain things and finish and that look that's two ways because committing to something and finish is you is what you decide to do it's not what the world decide for you so college as you can see with i think mark zuckerberg and uh what is it uh Bill Gates, you know, there's a few other multi-billionaires who who didn't finish college. It wasn't meant for them. My, my son is just that smart, but I think what he what he wants to do has a has a a, a process, an academic process element to it that he must follow and complete for him to maximize the most success from it. So, um, yeah, that, so that's Heroes and Kings. That's kind of the gist of it as well as as my story of, of long time ago I was going to be a sheriff be a police officer and I got through all the the testing and the physical agility test which was easy because I was already in military military like condition just on my own because that's just the way we trained back then in Southern California and just having just having to see all these doing a break from the orientation standing outside and seeing all these young men getting off this bus and all that all that hit me in my mind was how do I keep other young men off the bus and also how do I keep myself and my brother off the bus which you know we we both have my brother has had some little bumps here and there but he's doing all right doing his thing he's dancing in California but uh yeah that's that is the gist of what Heroes and Kings is about. It, Heroes and Kings is not just for not just for men, it's for women. You know, women, we got stuff for women that we that we sell, you know. There are queens who are kings of the house. Uh that's another another area of discussion, but you know, it, Heroes and Kings is it, I have a lot of ladies purchasing the H&K because it, it it represent a old school, new school, something new, something old, a little bit of everything, but at, at, at its at its at its most precise definition, it's all about greatness. It's all about motivation in the purest form. It's about inspiration in the purest form, and we're gonna bring it. So that's that's the the gist of of heroes and kings and the and the merch we have and the symbolism and the the everything that's behind it now bring me to my topic 
you know, I, I'm not one to be into the social media critique of panel discussions and different topics and just stuff that's going on around the world. I literally sit back and observe and stay in my own lane. Here recently, two two things have caught my attention and I've not commented other than having discussion, intimate discussions with either family, friends, or a uh, 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 barbershop conversation. And I wouldn't say that the dis- one is disturbs me. Uh, the other is something that should have been that's personal should have been a a private conversation instead of a public conversation and and though everyone has a right to do and say in the public domain what they want to do but if you stick your neck out there you got to be prepared for the heat that comes with it and it is what it is we'll start with my alma mater my alma mater my uh, I am alumni of we're going to start with Morehouse College. I wrote an editorial a couple of years ago about Morehouse College, and it was uh, it was in in tune with what was going on with just the standards and the policies and the procedures. Uh, you know, this whole thing with 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 men, boys, I should say, I wouldn't even call them men, boys sagging, uh, cats going to class in pajamas and just sloppy I can understand if you don't have the money and things are tight and and you only have what you have but there's something to be said about effort of your presentation Morehouse College 1863 a college formed and founded for black men and particularly men of the sons of, of plantation owners and the sons of slaves. And you can go look into the history and, and look at the background of that. I arrived on the Morehouse campus in 1992, hadn't heard about Morehouse and had heard about a few, have heard about all the HBCUs. And when it was all said and done, I wanted to come to Morehouse, come to Atlanta, come to a school for African-American men, come to a school for boys wanting to become men and wanting to go out into the community and make a difference. You make a difference, you change yourself, you you make yourself better, you improve yourself, you improve how you dress, how you think, how you create, how you make a difference, how you do things, how you move about this world, how you move about this world, what a, a standard, a class with arrogance and humility. My school, Morehouse College, decides that it wants to have a transgender policy a policy if there is someone going through their transition they're open to the application and the enrollment and though the policy is very vague and I think it's vague by design even to bring up the discussion is disappointing because the school is a school for boys wanting to become men whether they are gay, homosexual, heterosexual, that's not my problem. That's not my issue. That's not my concern. 
because that who you are and what you are you don't ask permission for but it is a school to turn boys to men though the military is male and female there are areas where male, males are trained there are areas where females are trained it is not a co-ed college Clark Atlanta is a co-ed HBCU Spelman is a female college Morehouse is a man a boys college a men's college a men's university men's college not a university and with that said that's what you're going there to become to do to leave there and represent Morehouse as you matriculate through this world making a difference if you're going there to find something else the school is not for you the school is not for you there's millions of other universities and colleges and junior colleges that will that has those policies in place to let you be and find and do and discover who and what you want to be Outside of the military, the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, the Navy SEAL, the Green Berets, the Special Forces, there's not too many places on this planet where a black man can go, get knowledge, get discipline, get mentorship, and come out greater than when they arrive. Those places are few and far between and for Morehouse College to have this policy the bigger picture is I have failed because there could have been there should have been there could have been and there should have been times where I could have gave back more I could have put myself in a position to have more capital to give back more because the bigger picture with Morehouse College is not about having transgender or individuals trying to wear dresses and makeup and, and, and wigs and whatever the case may be at a men's college. That's not the problem. The problem is the funding and the money that is happening in HBCUs and who controls the funding and the money. Because if you control your capital, you create your own policies and procedures. If you control your capital, whoever comes out comes your way with the BS. You can afford your attorneys. You can afford to take this fight as far as you want to take it. But because we don't control the capital, because alumni like me have not pursued more opportunities of money, more ways to get money into that institution to make sure that institution is the bastion of making sure that men, boys become men at the highest level, at the highest standard, as alphas, as beast mode in the community, making a difference on the political side, spiritual side, uh, community services, medical, legal, on all niches and all organizations to make a difference as men in this climate where you don't see as many men, where you don't see as many men stepping up to the plate, where you don't see as many men as representation of heterosexual men who are professional, articulate, and taking care of business.
Now we want to wave waver a little bit and now have men wear dresses. It is the effeminization of Morehouse. It is the effeminization of black men in America. It is happening. This may not be politically correct. As a matter of fact, and it's not even politically correct, but it is a fact. Morehouse is not for everybody. Harvard is not for everybody. Catholic school education is not for everybody. The military is not for everybody. But the lesson learned here, it's all about capital. When you have capital and you control your resources, you create your own policies. You create your own procedures. You have to answer to no one. What's happening at Morehouse right now is the fault of alumni, is, a, is the fault of not having funding and, and, and endowments in place. And hopefully... This is a short-term, a short-term blip, but the long-term is the school is going to return to its tradition that it is a school to take young men, young boys coming out of high school, and when they leave there in the uniform, and the uniform is a suit and tie, no makeup, no wigs, no dresses. Nothing that defines in this symbolic nature of what America is, where aesthetics matter, symbolism matters. It is a school for men. I'm done with that. My next thing. <sighs> Aisha Curry. She has the right. And it's not for me to say what she's can say and don't say and her husband coming to her defense hey fantastic any woman any lady saying what she said saying let's take the words I'm not even going to take Aisha Curry let's just take her words as a father a married man and a son my mom, my wife, my daughter. I have a problem with the words she presented because as a as a disciplined man, I respect everybody, everyone, man or woman. But particularly with women, they have to put up with a lot of crap from men just walking down the street and what they wear, the makeup, the whole thing, everything with the aesthetics of women and what they have to deal with. The catcalling, the touching, the inappropriate touching. We have the Me Too movement. We have all these things that are happening right now and have and have and has been happening since there have been probably men and women. And as a husband and a father, me and my wife and my daughter have talked about these things and I've never had a woman have to tell me no more than once I can hear 
I'm in control of my faculties. The separation between man and animal is consciousness and clothes. I will say that again. The separation from man and animal is consciousness and clothes. Those words that came from Ms. Curry are very dangerous. And I, all the women came to her defense, which they should. Some men came to her defense, which they should. But I questioned the words. I think her wording is wrong. I don't know if it's more about her being jealous that her husband got it going on like that. I don't know if it's all about the hormones of having babies because postpartum is a problem. Postpartum is very serious. But for her to be in a public forum and voice the idea of wanting to be attractive to anyone other than her man, that is a gray area that is an area of hot rocks, fire that you should not play with. And I dare say that overconfidence, that overzealousness to be public and in the public domain, you went too far. But if you, if what she said was by design and she went that far and she felt comfortable, comfortable with it, all the fire and 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 everything that came with it, hey, you got to be man enough and woman enough to take that heat when you put yourself out there like that. I can put myself out there like that because words coming back to me ain't nothing like